When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, thank you for tuning in again to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle, and I am so happy to have you guys back. I um, know that I have a lot of listeners out there, and you guys are just phenomenal, and thank you for your feedback and your very kind messages. So welcome back. If you're new, keep listening. There, I talk about a lot of different things, and um, the purpose of this episode actually is is for you guys to come back and listen. I'm actually doing a series this week and they're all meant to be a resource for you like in the future. If you are someone who just kind of struggles with feel, feeling like you're you're making progress during your week, getting things on track, planning, stay, sticking to that plan, um, this is the series for you. So I decided to break it up into three different parts. The first part being this episode where I'm talking about the beginning of your week. And this is going to be all focused on planning. How do you plan your week? So if that is something that you struggle with, come back, listen to this whenever you need. The next um, episode is going to be about um, the middle of your week. So if you're like me and you go full throttle, um, beginning of your week, you're super, super excited. You're like, I'm, I'm gonna kill it this week and get all this stuff done. And then you <laughs> burn yourself out two to three days in and you kind of like put, put, put. And it's hard to kind of get back into the game midweek. I'm going to tell you what I do and what has worked for me and others uh, to get you back on track midweek. Or perhaps you have the weeks, or maybe you find that by the end of the week, you have thrown in the towel at some point. You didn't accomplish anything you thought that you were going to accomplish. Your week completely overtook you, and you just don't feel like weekly planning, daily planning, any of this ever works for you. I've had those weeks too. So if that's where you're struggling, come back. I'll have an episode um, at the end of the week where you can come back and again, listen and find out what to do to help you get back on track and not completely lose faith. All right. So uh, before we get started, I wanted to give a well-deserved shout out to Kimberly. Hey, Kimberly. Uh, Kimberly is my canary in the cave. Um, If you guys have been listening to me, I decided to do a member-only Facebook group. So What the purpose of this is, is that over the years, I've connected with a lot of you guys um, through coaching, through different classes, through a lot of different things that I've tried over the years. And I've just always like, I'm like, how do I connect these people? Like, you guys are awesome. Bottom line, awesome. And so I'm trying to find a way where um, you guys can find a community, kind of connect with one another, because some of you 
um, share a lot of the same challenges, struggles. Some of you have come up with some brilliant solutions that um, should be shared with others. Uh, this is also an avenue where I'd love to grow my small business um, community, um, support small businesses out there because, man, it's tough out there for small business owners. If people had any idea on um, the dedication it takes to really create, run, operate a small business. And so I'd love to give some love to my small business community out there and for you guys to share what you're doing. So just like Kimberly, Kimberly is a labor and delivery nurse, and she actually is a childbirth education business. So see, it doesn't have to be just professional organizing or even real estate or whatever. Um, there are a lot of you out there that have some wonderful, wonderful businesses. And no matter, again, what season of life that you're in, you guys have a lot to share among each other. So that's really what I'm trying to do with the community. So again, Kimberly was my canary in a cave. I kind of got this um, membership thing started a few months ago, and it just sort of, it kind of petered out a little bit. And so I, um, and that's 100% on me. I, I wasn't consistent with it. And so I had a handful of people in there and they all just kind of, I don't know where they went. So I told Kimberly like, hey, look, do an introductory post. So that's what we're really trying to encourage. I'm trying to encourage everyone to do. And she's the only one that has done one. So I'm trying to bring the others back in the fold and encourage everyone. So if you decide to join, I really encourage you do an introductory post. Just tell us who you are, where you're from, what you do. Again, if you have a small business, let's hear about it. Um, if you have questions, it's a great way to do that. The other thing um, about the Facebook group, um, something that I really like is that they have a file section. So all those different printables, PDFs, um, instead of emailing it out or putting it on different platforms and such, I decided we'll just put everything in there for the member only group and you guys can have access to that library if whenever you need. So I'm still uploading stuff in there in addition to showing the inside of my home. So I've uploaded a video of my closet. I've talked about the 10 organizing products that are worth buying. So I showed you guys kind of what the difference it makes, like what my closet looks like. Um, and I'll continue to do some of those videos and share with you guys inside the, the member only Facebook group. So again, $9 a month, no commitment. Hopefully um, you'd be willing to join us. Um, no obligation. You can come in, check it out for a month. If it's not for you, it's not for you. You know, you can stop at any time. But the link is on the buy me a coffee. Click on it. You'll see two tabs, one for support and one for membership. Click on the membership. And if you're interested, I still get people that inquire about one-on-one -on -one coaching. That is actually under the membership tab and buy me a coffee. So you can click right there um, and um, get some one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, so that's available still. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this episode. So if you're listening in the future and you're like, oh, I don't want to hear her repeat this, you guys can fast forward through that first part. You don't have to listen to it every single time. But I just wanted to give, again, that well-deserved shout out to Kimberly. Thank you for doing the first introductory post and looking forward to hearing from the rest of you. All right, so if you're listening to this again, you guys can come back in at the seven minute mark. So if you're, if you want to notate that somewhere, um, and like, hey, let me just get to the the meat and bones of this episode. All right, so beginning of the week is all about planning, 
planning your week. How do we plan our week? I use the three simple, very simple three-step process, brainstorm, prioritize, and plan. So I go into this a lot in a lot of my time management episodes, but again, these are going to be kind of the highlights. This is going to be like, hey, I'm stuck. I don't know how to plan. I just need someone to tell me. Tell me what to do again. This is it. All right. I want you to take a notebook with a pen. Or if you're a member, go into the files. I'll have the brainstorm prioritize plan in the file section. And what I actually did with those PDFs is I I have my time buckets in there. So if you're not familiar with the time buckets, it's how like a, a bucket is how I want you to organize your time. We have 24 hours in the day. How much time are we going to put into our home bucket, our work bucket, our physical health bucket, et cetera, et cetera. So if you are a member, go in there. You can um, print these out and just use them as sort of prompts, or you can just use a notebook and do this. But the purpose of prioritize, or excuse me, a brainstorm prioritize plan is to get things out of your head and onto paper. And so I, I love just using a notebook. I'm a notebook and pen girl, like love them, have a million of them. And um, this is something I want you to do. I want you to get a notebook, a pen, or the printable, get everything out of your head and onto paper. Write down everything that just, all of those to-dos, all of those, oh, I've been meaning to do this. I don't want to forget that. Get it all out of your head and onto paper. Even the, the crazy fun stuff, like one day, I'd love to do this. Get the dreams on paper too. Get everything out of your head where you can see it in black and white. It's as simple as that. Now, the next step is prioritize. This is super easy, guys. All you have to do is take a pen or highlighter, circle. What's the most important things to you? And here's the thing. Even if it's some of those dreams, your dreams should be important to you too. So if you've been putting off some stuff, maybe part of the reason or just feeling like you're in a in a in a season of life where just you just feel ugh like nothing is really exciting you. Well maybe you don't you're not working on any dreams. Maybe you're just like, oh one day I'll get to that. Put it on paper and let's start working towards it. Um you know one of my things is I always dreamed of having a podcast. Guess what? I have a podcast. So um, you can make your dreams happen. So again, everything out of your head onto paper, going through the prioritization, highlight, circle, something. And, and try to, again, go through and make sure you're, you're circling or you're highlighting or prioritizing something in all of the different areas of our life. So perhaps there's an area where you've been putting stuff off financial is a big one that we often put off um, stuff, Um, physical health, home, make sure you have something that kind of fits. So for instance, home, maybe it's you need to do some decluttering, put that in there, declutter home. That's all you have to say, just get it out of your head and onto paper. Now we're going to get into the planning part. We want to take those items that you circled that are priorities to you and break them down into actionable steps, things that you can actually get done. Now let's, I'll give you some examples, but let's talk about that a little bit further. 
for instance, I took a dream. I wanted to have a podcast. The first thing I had to start doing is doing research on podcasts. That's where I started. I was sitting on an airplane headed to my brother's one day and I started podcast or uh, researching how do you start a podcast. It was as simple as that. Um, and then I had to record the first podcast. That was a step. So those are very actionable steps. So my dream of starting a podcast started with step one, research. What's available? How do people do it? I found that what used to be called Anchor, now Spotify for podcasters, super easy. They made it super easy. And then I had to just figure out how to do that, kind of the ins and outs with that. I recorded my first one and then just sort of figured that out. And then from there, it goes into content creation and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it kind of grows on itself. So I didn't have to figure out everything at once. And for those of you that have been longtime listeners, you guys know I've tried a lot of different things. I've done the online classes, the Etsy group, the website. I've done all of that stuff. And um, some of it felt a little overwhelming or no, this isn't working. This isn't exactly what I want to do. So I am, again, always going back to the drawing board and trying to figure it out. And again, just like I was saying about the membership group, yeah, guess what? I I put this into action, but I didn't, I wasn't consistent keeping up with it. It's okay. Now that I have the time and the focus, I am back into it and dedicating myself to it and actually have a plan to continue to help it grow each and every week. So it's okay. You have to have some grace with yourself too. But let's let's talk a little bit more about breaking down into actionable steps. Um, just like I'm expanding the topics of this podcast in general, I'm also going to be expanding talking to my different audience. Uh, once upon a time, I always thought only moms listen to me. And then once I started doing one-on-one coaching, I realized I have a lot of listeners that don't even have children. Um, and so I was like kind of surprised by that. So I had a lot of small business owners and um, another segment I realized I have a lot of are retirees. And even though I haven't reached that season of life yet, I will start to, I want to start talking to some of the different people in my audience. So I'm going to start giving examples that apply to you guys as well. So let's start with the retirees. So I'm recently moved to a community where um, a lot of retirees sort of migrate to. We're really close to the Southeast, um, really close to Florida. So um, a lot of people sort of migrate here uh, when they're retiring. And I have been going to, um, I found a Zumba class that I absolutely love. And I, so I've been going to it on a weekly basis and meeting a lot of um, women that are in that season of life. And I'm so impressed by them because they've each made a commitment um, to attend, to, to work on their physical health bucket of life. Um, they also have the freedom to, so they're the ones that can make like the 10 a.m. Wednesday morning class. Um, I struggle a little bit because I'm still in the season where I still have a kiddo at home. Um, so, but they're very kind, very sweet to me. So they're always sort of giving me um, uh, suggestions. They're like, hey, if that class doesn't work for you, you can join our 55 plus group. We know you're not 55. And I'm like, thank you. They're like, we know you're still young. But you know, 
kind of giving me um, support to help me um, work on that area of my life. So I'm very impressed and very inspired by these women who are really dedicated. And man, some of them look phenomenal, by the way. So it gives me a lot of hope um, for my future if I continue to to work a lot. Very motivated, um, I will say, to continue to work on my physical and health because of this these wonderful women. But again, these are women, again, that have made this a priority and they attend these classes because they know that their health and physical well-being are a priority, especially in this season of their life. Well, we're entering the season where kids are getting back into school and I still have, um, again, one at home. And so perhaps you kind of looked at your house if you're in this season of life where you still have kids at school and you're like, man, this summer I realized our house is just getting out of control. Clutter is everywhere and it's mostly kid clutter. They just have crap everywhere. So kids are back into school. So perhaps it's a really great time to get your family on a routine and focus on that home bucket a little bit more. And part of that home bucket is going to be about decluttering. And for instance, you notice that like your kid who is the the keeper, I always feel like kids like kids are either one or the other. They will give away everything or they will keep everything. Um, and I learned this a lot with uh, my professional organizing business. Like we either had the kids who were like, get rid of it all. I need none of it. Um, or the kids that were like, that was the rock that we had that we found on the, you know, hiking trip when I was in first grade and, you know, they're in sixth grade and they still want to keep the rock. Um, it's It's fine. It's fine. So you just kind of have to help your kid because they're just as different as we are and um, incorporate because I'm a big believer in having your kids be a part of this. I will say this too. If you need to go in and declutter your kid's space without them being there, by all means, mom, dad, do it. It is your home. Get it done. Um, if you're noticing like the chip bags and the soda cans stuffed under beds and stuff, yeah, get that stuff out of there. Um, but again, I'm a big believer in getting your kids involved in this and letting them know that there are standards in your home that they will be abiding by. Um, so depending on their age, making it age appropriate, perhaps spending 20 minutes um, working with each kid throughout the week. So just taking a garbage bag, a timer, and a donation box or bin and I always like to bring like a, a, another bin, like a laundry basket coming in here saying, guys, we're going to spend 20 minutes decluttering your room. Trash goes in the trash bag. If it's a donation, here's the donation box. And if it goes in another part of the house, put it in the laundry basket or the bin. We'll, when the timer dings, we'll take it somewhere else. And just seeing, making it kind of fun, having a game, how fast can they get this done? So again, 20 minutes, that's all that's asking just like the, the fitness class. The fitness class has a time. It's from 8.30 to 9.30 and it's on a Tuesday. So I know that Tuesday mornings, 8.30 to 9.30 are all about Zumba and I'm going to go get some, some, a great workout in there. Um, that's an actionable step. 20 minutes decluttering. That is an actual step. But what if you're a small business owner and you're like marketing, <sighs> I mean, for a small business owner, for someone that I run a couple of different businesses, I'm always thinking about marketing, always. Like, how do I keep that pipeline full? 
I need, I need that pipeline full. Um, and you're like, I, I just really need to get serious about this. It's mid year. We're working on the end of the summer, beginning of fall. And I meant for this year for me to get a marketing plan. How do you make that? How do you break that down into an actionable item? So let's have a goal. We're going to do a marketing calendar. Perhaps that calendar is like a one month calendar. So a four week calendar where you know what things, items you're going to accomplish each day. And so for that marketing calendar, we know when we do it, we kind of have to have a plan. And it usually needs to be a little bit longer than a week. We need usually like, like I said, uh, 30 days is kind of the norm what, where it feels like I kind of know what I what messages or who I need to market to in the next month to kind of keep my pipeline full of clients. So if that's something that you need to do, an actionable step would be setting aside a specific amount of time where you can focus on that. So you're going to say, hey, this week, I'm going to get my 30 day marketing calendar done for the month. That is my goal for my week. And I'm going to spend say 20 minutes a day kind of writing it out, getting a plan done doesn't mean you need to actually do all the marketing. You're just getting it done just like with a, a budget. We we need to have like generally budgets are about 30 days about a month, like you know, the same bills are due and the reason why the same bills are due each month. So a monthly budget is something that's very common. And so once you kind of get a monthly budget, once you get your budget done, it kind of runs itself. And the same thing can be said about our small businesses. If we get like a monthly calendar done and we get in the habit of doing that, then it just kind of becomes part of what we do all the time anyway. So that's how I want you to think about it. Um, the other thing I want to point out to you guys, and this is something that I think everyone should be aware of, is know yourself or know your family when it comes to some of these actionable items. Um, a lot of times people will say, I'm going to spend three hours working on my calendar, or I'm going to take my kid and we're going to do declutter the room, you know, all weekend. Well, that's not reasonable. So we need to be reasonable. And one of the ways that you can be reasonable when planning these actionable items is know yourself. Put a timer on your phone. Like if you if you know that you get easily distracted and you just don't know exactly at what point, um, work on a project, get it started, put a timer um, or the stopwatch on your phone. And once you kind of start to notice like you're getting kind of ants in your pants, you need to stand up, you're you're wanting to go check social media, you're wanting a distraction, um, take a look at your um, stopwatch and see what at what point are you is your attention span. That's a great way to kind of, you know, um, check what your att- attention span is. Same thing with your kids. If you have a kid and you're like, I feel like 20 minutes isn't enough time. But like an hour in, I'm totally fighting with this child and they're, you know, in tears on the floor and I don't want that to happen. Do the same thing, kind of work with them and find what that like point is where they're like, okay, they're getting distracted. Let's wrap this thing up, throw away the trash, go put the items away, go take the donation um, box to the car. 
Um, take, take note of that. Stopwatch is a really great way to do that. Um, on the flip side of that, if you tend to lose track of time in a project, you need to use your alarm on your phone. So, um, I find this every once in a while I have a project and I will totally lose track of time. And, um, and so I know, Hey, I need, I have a stopping point. I put set an alarm. So if you look at the alarms on my phone, I, I feel like I have one for about every 15 minutes of the day because at some point I've used an alarm to say, hey, I need to stop doing what I'm doing and move on to the next task. So again, the reason I am breaking it down this much is because I'm trying to teach you how to create these habits. Um, it's a lot simpler than what we sometimes think. Sometimes we have a tendency to overthink this to the max. So it shouldn't be overthought, but those are some examples of how to take a priority and break it down to an actionable item. Uh, 20 minutes, um, dedicate yourself to, to a class or a time. Work on one part of a big project, just bite off a little bit at a time, get that accomplished, and then move on to the next step. So that's how you take a priority and break it down into an actionable item. All right. The next thing I want you to do, because again, I'm helping you create habits, is write down your plan for every single day. Now, a few steps on this. Um, You don't need to... Uh, I, I like more of like a checklist kind of thing. Instead of like 8 to 8.15, I take a shower. 8.15, 8.20, I get dressed. That's not really what I'm talking about. Like you don't have to write down everything you have to do during the day. There are certain things that we're going to do during our day that we don't have to write it down. We know we have we have to do those things. This is more of like the writing down those actionable items during your day. Um, and then kind of going through when you've accomplished one and highlighting it, marking it off, check, checking it off the box, whatever. So again, kind of writing it down and, um, knowing what your plan is for the day. If you are a digital calendar person, great, uh, get super creative. I feel like those who are the digital calendar people are really pros at really kind of breaking down they're often the ones that have like, I'm always envious of their like really super colorful digital calendars. Um, I would love to see some of those. I wish I could be a little bit better in that regard. So um, if you are that person, I would love to see some examples of that. But uh, anyway, um, use, you know, whatever tool works best for you. But if you're just kind of new and you're trying to create habits and good habits, just write it down. And when you write it down, I want you to keep that plan open, available, and where you can see it. So put it by your phone, put it by your computer, put it by wherever your workspace is, put it on your fridge if you're at home. Um, Again, it's something that I want you to constantly have a reminder of like, oh, I'm kind of finding I don't know what to do right now with my day or I keep going to my phone and, and finding myself getting lost in social media or watching the news or whatever it is. Let me go back to my plan for the day and kind of keep myself on track. You know, hey, I've accomplished this. Great. Pat on the back. Let me move on to the next thing. Again, we are trying to get into the habit. And again, a checklist 
to reiterate is a great way to kind of do that. A checklist of actionable items that you can do that are realistic that you can accomplish in your day. Um, another great tip, if you just really struggle, you write out this plan and you forget, and maybe, yeah, you like have the notebook open on your counter and you still forget, set reminders on your phone. Again, use your alarm. Uh, That's a great way. Um, that's something that I've done in the past where I'm like, oh, I have to get this done today. And I'll set a reminder. And with the reminders on your phone, you can usually tag them with what you need to do. Like, call the dentist or, um, you know, whatever, follow up on this, make a phone call to this person, email this person, use your phone, use the tools that we automatically have in our life. All right, give yourself some grace, but with some discipline. So I don't want you to completely beat yourself up like I didn't get anything done. Um, That's not what the point of this is. But I do want to give you some grace to say, you know what? Hey, look, there's always tomorrow. Some of those items can always roll over to tomorrow or the next day, but not everything. Start getting in the habit of some discipline. And maybe, maybe your actionable items are too big. Maybe you've bitten a little bit off more than you can chew. You're going to start to find your rhythm when it comes to planning your day. You're going to start understanding again, what your, what your, pain point. Like for instance, some people wake up like super ready, charged earlier in their day and they peter out kind of midday. And then maybe they kind of get another little, like their second wind later in the day. That tends to be me personally, but I also know other people. Um, I have a family member I'm thinking of, um, and she, I know not to call that woman before 10 a.m., um, I don't know what time she wakes up. I, she always says she wakes up early, like six or seven. But for some reason, for the first three or four hours, um, if I call her, I'm not going to be met with like the friendliest person. So I just kind of know I leave her alone. Um, and I make sure any kind of contact with her is like after 10 a.m. But she's also that person too. like after 9 p.m. I can, you know, send a text to and she's not going to get super disturbed or upset by that. So she tends to be kind of more of a, a late in the day kind of person. And you're going to know that about yourself. You probably already do work with that, for goodness sake, work with that with your family members, with your kids, with your spouse. Um. Let's see, again, focusing on the habits, but we do need some discipline in order to get those. Allow for the unexpected. Um, It's okay. And so for instance, a great example of that, especially if you're a small business owner or you're a parent and you're like, hey, I try to get started and then I get a call from the school that my kid threw up in the lunchroom and I know it's hard to get right back on track that happens. It's okay. Again, we're allowing grace and we're allowing for some unexpected. That's why instead of time stamping everything throughout our day, I prefer more of a checklist because you're like, hey, Monday didn't really pan out how I thought it was going to. Got that call from the school, had to, to, you know, change my priority. My priority was taking care of my child. And so therefore the rest of the items kind of got rolled over into Tuesday. That's okay. Um, for small business owners, a lot of times, especially those of us working with clients, real estate is my full-time gig. And I actually have um, buyers that are currently pre-approved. So we're in the house hunting phase of their 
um, of looking for a house. And so when something pops up on the market, we need to go take a look at it. We still have a very hot active market right now. And so I generally know what their schedule. So I always ask my clients, like, let me know what time of day or what days you're going to want to be going to looking at those homes. So until we get under contract under a home, I generally know I have a window throughout my day and it's seven days a week because anything can pop up where I know, hey, I may need to go show a house. So therefore, I have a lot of kind of backup plans. I have a lot of contingencies and plan B, plan C, plan D in case like, for instance, um, dinner's not going to get made, you know, because I'm going to be out showing or my son's going to need to get picked up from practice. So I always have like kind of people on notice and different things as well as my clients. My clients don't get to completely dictate my schedule. So then it's, it's a little give and take where I'll say, hey, if you need to see something on this day, it's going to need to be after 530 and um, they're completely understandable. And then on these other days, I can do it at four o'clock. So Again, a lot of communication is happening. And that's, again, kind of planning out my day so that if they need to go see a house, I'm available. But if they don't, then great. I have a little bit of a a flexible window open where I can take care of some other stuff and fill that in. All right. Again, the whole point of this is getting in the habit, getting in the habit of planning, getting in the habit of setting reasonable expectations getting in the habit of working towards our dreams, turning those dreams into to goals that we can actually work towards. Moving that needle in our life where we don't just feel like we're at the mercy of everybody and everyone in our life and we never get to feel accomplished or productive throughout our week. I don't want anyone to feel that way. Everybody can implement these things into their life. So, Have I motivated you? What am I missing? Is there a part that you're like, but I'm still struggling? Well, keep listening because like I said, there's two more episodes in the series um, that I have. Um, One is focused on midweek and one is focused on the end of the week. So again, if you struggle with like, you start out great, but you peter out and you don't know how to get back on, listen to the midweek. Or if you struggle with, I started out great and then some point threw in the towel and I can never figure out how to make the needle move um and and this is for the birds or this is for someone else no I don't want you to think this way listen to the end of the week um because I have some tips that are specific to those two different um challenges as well but again, a few ways that you guys can support um, this group. First and foremost, again, the printable stuff is going to be in the Facebook group. You can have access to that with a membership. Um, and if you have any questions about that, feel free to, to email me at oneorganizedmama at gmail.com. Some people have joined that way. I've kind of helped them. Um, I know the Buy Me a Coffee is a little bit new to people. I have seen that it's it's getting a little bit more uh, common like Patreon. Um, so it's just a way to support. And if you go to the buy me a coffee link, you're going to see two different ways. Again, the membership or support buy me a coffee. So 
if you're not necessarily wanting to join as a member, but you'd like to give a little support to this podcast, you can always buy me a cup of coffee. That is much, much appreciated. Become a follower, do whatever you'd like, um, but definitely check out that link. Um, if you, depending on what your what app you're listening on, I'd really encourage you to either follow or subscribe. They all have a different thing, a different button, it seems. Um, but let's talk about the reviews for just a second. I Don't you wish when you're reading reviews that somebody said, eat this. Like if you love jerk chicken, they have the best jerk chicken. This is what you should order. Um, I'd love for reviews. Those are, when I look for reviews, that's what I always look for, something that's helpful. Um, I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea. And guess what, guys? I am 100% okay with that. I am totally fine. So I am not for everybody and everyone is not for me. But in the reviews, if you would be so kind um, and letting people know, like, listen to this episode. If you struggle with this, I found something that was helpful for me on this episode. Like be a little bit specific in the review um, just to help people when they're scanning and looking for a podcast. Wouldn't you want that? Isn't that what you're looking for? Instead of all of the other stuff that people like to say. Um, and again, I I speak to um, those who are my cup of tea and I am their cup of tea. So, um, but again, I would love for you guys to support the podcast in any of these ways. Again, buy me a coffee, uh, subscribe, follow, leave a helpful review. Um, I feel like that's what reviews are really meant for, not just to you just they should be helpful don't you think but anyway I digress I'm super super excited to do this series thank you guys I'm excited to drop these other episodes so keep listening again come back listen to them in in the future I want this to be almost like a coaching session helping you um uh decide if you guys have any questions further you can find me on instagram or Facebook, and it's under my name, Janelle, J-A-N-E-L. Last name is R-A-L-A-T. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.